Hey everyone, welcome to our podcast. I'm Sally. I'm Linda. I'm Ing. And we're moving along. So this week we're talking about roommates, which should be a fun topic because you either love them or you hate them, or sometimes it's a mix of both depending on the year or the situation. So um, this week we're going to be talking about all the roommates we've had throughout our college life and the roommates that we're going to have in the future maybe. So stick around to listen to that. Uh, But first we're going to go over our weeks as we always do. Um, Let's start with Linda. How was your week today, Linda? So it's the second to last week of my internship and what's the problem? That was fast. Yeah. I mean, it's like two months, but it went by super fast and i feel like i'm i've been of two brains the whole past month or two brain cells um this past <laughs> month because after looking at like excel all day i had to go to internship and do some like big picture thinking do some like brain blast so it was nice to have a balance but i'm also looking forward to getting some time back and not be working all the time but we're doing a zoom event on thursday um that we're hosting so i hope that goes well and it's nice to kind of do something you'd be able to see it through until the end because i'm such like a low level at work that i just kind of do like the the grunt work and then i don't be i'm not able to see the end result or like interface with people um so just like getting everything ready for that and we had some really cool guest speakers recently we're hearing from like a delegate which i kind of don't really care about but she sounds cool so and she like just gave birth last week and then she's coming to talk to us i'm like you need to stay home um and also this doula from it Instagram. It's, yeah, yeah, it's virtual. So okay. it's on Zoom. So she is staying home. <laughs> True. Well, I guess. No, like stay off of Zoom. Like stay away from your screen. Relax. Or whatever. Yeah, relax. Because after giving birth, like you're not, you're in no state. But we heard from a person on the school board last week. And she was so intense. Like she was talking to us and like, giving really great speeches and she was watching another meeting at the same time where she had to argue for something and then so she was listening to that thing while oh talking to us and then when I asked her to speak she was like okay one moment and then she turned around and put on like a whole different personality for her other computer I guess because she was like arguing for like not opening the schools or something intense like that and then after she was like anyway and then she turned back to us and started talking like nothing wow. happened like wow people are so amazing like my boss is kind of like that and my coworker was like wow she's like an animal i'm like don't call her an animal <laughs> but like i know what you mean A pro. so that's my week it was pretty stimulating or at least monday and tuesday were kind of stimulating do you think um your internship like your experience there uh, has shaped I don't know what you how you feel about your current job or like what you want to see or what you want to do in the future like Mm -hmm. yeah I sorry I think that's an interesting like what you have the situation you have where you have both a full-time job and an internship because typically an internship is used to like gain experience and learn about what you want 
in your job, but like since you already have one, do you think it's like influenced your opinion of that? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's nice to have something like an explicit learning space rather than at work where you just kind of have to do things and you don't get the time to sit in on meetings and be nosy and get to learn things. So in a way, I'm grateful for a learning opportunity for like out of postgrad and it's nice to be tapped into community work after graduating from college where I guess community spaces are pretty intentionally formed and you don't have to look that hard for them um but it's nice to meet people who are doing the same thing doing community work or health or equity work um and be able to tap into that space as like a full-time professional I guess I feel like I relate to them in a different way than when I was just a student Mm -hmm. yep bitch Sally how was your week well it was my first like official week by myself so the postback that was training me left me (laughs) and now I'm all on my own um it's kind of weird like I kind of feel like I don't know what I'm doing like I don't know what direction I'm going into now because I'm just like doing the experiment by myself but like I don't know my I guess my mentor doesn't really actively reach out to me to tell me like what to do exactly I kind of have to figure out on my own and then Mm -hmm. I'll like only ask him if I have questions on like a specific step so kind of have to like figure out on my own the plan for my experiment and then tell him what I want to do so I've been struggling with that um I'm also trying to like figure out where everything is in the lab like what reagents we have and stuff so I've been trying to like um electronize (laughs) like keep an electronic copy of everything we have like do inventory and stuff Mm -hmm. like that um so that's a lot of work but yeah it's been a very slow week in terms of work but I've been really obsessed with online shopping and (laughs) in-person shopping recently yes (laughs) like okay I didn't talk about this last week but last week I bought like a bunch of ceramics because they went to Target and they were cheap so I bought like a little bowl and a big bowl and I also bought a stone pot like those Korean stone pots that you serve Ooh. sundubu in. Target? So, no, I got that at H Mart. Oh. The stone pot, <laughs> but the ceramics I got from Target. Um, so yeah, I've been really obsessed with that. And then also plants. Mm-hmm. I went to the nursery. It's like two or three minutes away from my apartment, so it's like it's too easy access. <laughs> so I went there two times, and both times I brought some plants back, and also brought Finally some plants furnishing. From home your apartment so yeah get some furniture yeah, though yeah it's like all the little pieces <laughs> okay i went to goodwill today to get some like pots for my plants because they're right now they're just in the planter pots and i saw a bunch of furniture outside so i might go there again to pick up some furniture pieces but i don't know because no one really uses the living room so it might be a waste of money <laughs> i mean you don't use it because it's empty true true but if it's not empty would i st- would i use it I don't know. I'll think about it. Oh, yeah. Another per- another purchase that I made was I bought a new phone, finally. 
Wow. I've been thinking, I've been talking about buying a new phone for like several years. Yeah. And I finally did it. Your phone, your old phone was like the, the, the tiny little iPhone one. It's not that small. Okay, it's a normal the, iPhone size. We have the same one. <laughs> it's very. It's an like iPhone six. <laughs> yeah, it was time because I the other day I was on Facetime with a mentor and we only talked for like twenty minutes. I was in the lab, and by the time I ended my Facetime call, I was like low on battery. When I started off with ninety or eighty oh, percent no. before the call, so I was like, "It's time to upgrade." Did you do it yourself? <laughs> Like, you went and got yeah. it yourself, or you went with your parents? Oh, I don't have it yet. I just bought it online. Oh. And I shipped it to my house. Mm-hmm. So, I'm not getting it until the weekend. Yeah, I feel like um, buying phones is, like, one of the things that I'm, like, I would have no idea how to do it on my own. Like, I know how to buy a phone, but, like, mm-hmm. to connect it to your phone plan or whatever, like, that's something that I Oh, I use a SIM card. Like, I always buy it unlocked, mm. and I just switch the SIM card, so it's really easy. Will you do it yourself? Yeah, I've yeah. never done it myself. Like you, you open literally your just iPhone? pull out like you. There's a little hole in the side of the iPhone, and then you stick something in the hole, and it a tray comes out, and then you just pull the SIM card out and put it into the new phone. It's super simple. And like when you go to other countries and you want to use your phone, like you want to have data there, that's you do the same thing. Just switch out the SIM card. Wow. This electrical engineering. Wow. <laughs> oh my gosh, this is like basic Wait, phone knowledge. I thought that iPhones, you couldn't do that. I thought it was, with, you know, like Androids, you can like take out the battery and like see it mm-hmm. and everything. I didn't realize you could open or, yeah. It's just a ch- SIM card tray that you can open. I'm trying to open but it yeah, right now. I know, I want to try to open my phone. I mean, if you guys have like phone plans that come, like they're, they come with your phone or whatever, then I don't know if you can do it. It's only mm-hmm. for unlocked phones. Oh, that's true. Yeah, we always get ours yeah. from the store, I guess. So yeah, so I don't know, but my phone can do it. <laughs> wow, so special. Bing, do you want to talk about our <laughs> Chloe Ting Summer Shred Challenge? I'm oh, sure. We finally finished it this week. Yeah, uh, I guess that's like something that happened for us this week. I already forgot about it. Honestly, I'm already like back into. Honestly, my I'm in like re- <laughs> yeah relaxation mode. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, so we finished the 2020 Summer Shred Challenge, which was, what, 28 days? And yeah. And we've definitely talked about it before on the podcast, but I'm so glad it's over. <laughs> I think it was so long. It's too long. Uh, I watched that video that you sent me where they were comparing the Chloe Ting workout programs, and she mm-hmm. definitely made a point that, like, two weeks is, like, a really good time. You can see improvements, but you don't get bored. Mm-hmm. And I think once I always hit the like the third week, beginning of the third week, I always get bored or just like yeah. unmotivated. So it was definitely a challenge, like it, the name says, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> but it feels it still feels kind of weird not doing. Like I feel mm-hmm. like I'm missing something in my day not doing the exercises. Right. Yeah. Is there like a next one? I want to do another yep. one. So our next wait what? I said I want to do another one. Okay, okay, good. <laughs> the next one is the, the the new one that she posted mm-hmm. with the weights. It's yeah, I don't know. This one is like one where um, it's optional, but she uses like weights in all all of her videos, which I want to do because mm-hmm. uh, like Linda and I learned in kinesiology, you need that progressive overload <laughs> to make weight gain or like improvement. So mm-hmm. I'm kind of bored with body weight a little bit. I mean, it's still hard, but like mm-hmm. I'd like to try something different. So. I you gotta switch it up. Yeah. yeah, especially because I have weights laying around and I don't really do anything with them. Mm-hmm. 
But yeah. But yeah. How was your week mean besides that? Yeah, besides finishing that challenge. <laughs> um I had like a typical week, I guess you would say. Um I made a decision about my dilemma from last week and literally the next day, which was Thursday after we recorded, I sent them a really polite rejection letter. Which was really weird to be on that side, like the other side of it, rejecting someone else. Um, and yeah, I rejected them because I had a really good feeling about this other one and uh, I guess I was willing to risk it. And so they were really nice about it. And then I completed my assignments or my like test assignment for the one that I was still interested in. And she got back to me like within two hours and was like, this is great. Like, we'll move you on to the next round. And so today I finally did like the last thing, the last part of the process, which was talking to someone outside of the team. So I talked to their vice president of development and it was an awkward, was it? it was, it was awkward. It was definitely like, I guess, cause I was used to, like I had met with the people on the marketing team and my potential supervisor and they were all like super happy and excited to meet me. And then she, she was nice, but she just seemed like, like, oh, like, like she didn't care. Kind of. I don't want to say she didn't care, but she definitely wasn't as invested, I guess, because it wasn't like mm-hmm. I was joining her team. But she mm-hmm. answered some of my questions about the organization, and yeah, so the potential supervisor emailed me and was like, I'll let you know basically tomorrow, so. Tomorrow? So tomorrow? Um, tomorrow or Friday, I should be hearing back about it, and cross my fingers, knock on wood, I think it's going to be good because she already had a call with all my references and they already told me that they gave me like really good recommendations so (laughs) i really hope this goes through um so that's like a highlight like my risk knock on wood probably paid (laughs) off um something else that i that happened to me this week or that i did this week was um i don't know about you guys but have you heard of a thing called like zoom um fatigue or like video call Mm -hmm. fatigue it's like the idea that like Mm -hmm. it's tiring to talk to people even your friends over video chat um it's kind of like now that everyone's home and they have don't have an excuse to go out it's almost like you're kind of committed to calling people I guess so the, one of my friends he's very nice and I like talking to him and I like like checking in on him and it's all fine but something I just can't get myself to video call him even though that's his prefer his preferred form of communication so I didn't want to be one of those Drop friends. The initial. It starts with an R. <laughs> okay. Yes. Um. I don't like. It's fine. I I already talked to him about it, but it it's like one of those situations where you don't want to be the bad friend and like keep ghosting them or making excuses. But I also knew that if I were to video call him and just like talk about our day, I would be like dreading it or like be, not being interested during the call or whatever. I just knew I couldn't be like the friend I wanted to be, so. He asked me twice this past week to call, and the first time I made it a bit, kind of an excuse, kind of real excuse, but I was like, oh, I'm kind of busy, can we, like, push it to ne- the next day or whatever? And then the next day, mm-hmm. again, I was dreading it, and <laughs> I ended up just texting him and telling him, like, look, um, I've been on a lot of video calls for interviews, and just in general, I don't think that I can be, like, the best friend that I want to be over calls, so I prefer text, and I was really nervous because I'm an overthinker, and I thought, like, what if he thinks that I don't want to be his friend or whatever? Um, just like that, it's kind of awkward telling people that like you don't want to call them because mm-hmm. then they might take it yeah. personally. Like I would mm-hmm. probably take it personally. Um, what did he say? He was very okay. So he read the message 
And then it was like that da 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 bubble. <laughs> and then he didn't reply until the next day. So I was like sweating. I was like, did I just ruin a friendship over my like petty, not petty, but like small issue with video mm-hmm. calling? But then the next day he replied with like a really long paragraph about it's also been difficult for him too. And yeah, mm-hmm. we're just going to text instead, you know. Sometimes like that's the best way to check in on friends instead of like committing to a video call. Like, I guess it's mm-hmm. easy for us because it's predictable. We already have it in the schedule and we have a purpose behind it. But, like, the kind of calls where there's no, like, set agenda or purpose really stresses you me You don't know out. when to hang up. Yeah, I hate that feeling. Or, like, I don't really know what to talk to because nothing in my life has really changed that much. So, like, we're just going to... It'll be like that um, meme emoji where it's, like, the eye and the, the mouth um, emojis. Oh. Where, like, we're just staring <laughs> at each other over a Zoom call. <laughs> We're not experiencing anything together. Like, all you can do is look at each other. Right. Yeah. So I was really stressed about that, but it'll be fine. It'll all be fine. (laughs) I wonder if that's relatable to anyone, but yeah, that was my Mm -hmm. week. We talk about Zoom fatigue all the time at work, but we talk about it all on Zoom. Zoom. So that's why it's, like, hard to navigate when you're with friends. Like, do you actually want to be here or do you want to, like, just shut off for a while so I think it's good that you like clarified that but for me I just keep talking like I don't know what's happening but when I'm on zoom and I feel like this is a social call I'm gonna keep talking until they say something (laughs) and I don't know I feel like it just brings out that worst characteristic yeah I always like just overthink it too much which is okay you know how we do our workout video calls on Saturday Mm -hmm. so the three of us will like get on a zoom call mute ourselves and work out but like in between the videos we'll unmute ourselves I don't know to react to the video or whatever (laughs) I'm just like breathing (laughs) I hate I hate that time period because I don't know what to say so then I feel like I need to fill in that that gap with something so I'll be like oh that video was really hard wasn't it (laughs) Oh, that's but what you're, like, like commanding then, me to say that. that one, that one time Ming didn't say anything, so we just stared at each other for, like, five minutes. Literally that emoji, the eye and mouth emoji. So, yeah, like, that one time I try not to say anything. Like, I was waiting <laughs> for someone else to say something. It's just those social the interactions is, is really hard over, like, digital screens and stuff like that. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. I feel like even in real life now, like, I don't know how to interact with people. <laughs> like, people say, like, people hold the door for me or, like, they'll say, like, good morning. I'd be like, oh, good morning. <laughs> like, <laughs> a second like, too late. Like, I don't know. Or, like, like my tone will be just life. weird. Or, like, I, I'll, I'll just sound dead. And the, I don't know. I just feel like I sound weird when I talk to other people now. Yeah. At this point, when I go to the grocery store, um, it's kind of bad. I just, I let my sister or someone else do the talking. I kind of avoid eye contact, it's just, especially, like, when I'm outside walking my dog or something, like, someone will walk by, and my mom normally, like, gives them a wave or whatever, but I literally, like, put my eyes down and, like, keep walking. <laughs> like, oh, look, I'm concentrating on my dog. I don't know if you guys, it is happening, but my emails and texts have gotten so much more elaborate and weird. Like, one of my coworkers says, like, yippee to me. Yippee? What? Like, like yippee? why? Like, like yippee. yippee? Like, why I... P-P-E-E, spelling it out. And then I started saying yippee back to her. I'm like, okay, I know how this social interaction is going to go. Wait. And I don't know, I'm like writing weird stuff. Like, I shan't be long now. <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> I do like to experiment with my closings. Like, 
best, yours truly, warmest, kindly. Mm-hmm. I'm running out of greetings, <laughs> though. Oh, greetings. Like, I would say, like, I hope you're doing well, but sometimes I'm like, what else can I say? I don't say any greeting. I get to the point. <laughs> no greetings. <laughs> Hello. Skip. Straight to the body of the message. Uh-huh. There's also, like, I've been thinking about contacting, like, my old mentors for a while. Actually, it's been, like, two months that I've been thinking, oh, I should really email my mentor and tell him what, like, what I'm doing. Like, one of, he was one of my letter recommendations, my letter writers for grad school and for this position. Um, like, I worked with him in high school. And then, like, every day I'll be like, oh, I'll do it next week so that <laughs> he can see at the beginning of the week. And then I'll be like, oh, I'm too busy this week. I'll do it next week. And it's been, like, two months, and I still haven't contacted him. So, I don't know. I just, like, social interaction is hard, mm-hmm. even through email. Especially when, yeah, like I said earlier, when it's not scheduled and you have to, like, initiate it. That's the hard mm-hmm. part for me. Yeah. Like, once I get it going, like, doing these calls with you guys is, like, easy, whatever. I guess because it's also you guys, but... Because it's scheduled, too. Yeah, having that routine helps, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, starting it up is so hard. <laughs> Alright, so as Ming mentioned before, we're going to talk about our roommates and our experiences with them throughout the years. So, let's start off with freshman year, where we all got our very first roommate. Um, do we want to start with Sally and... Nora or how did you guys meet and how did like that get started uh-huh so these names are just made up ones <laughs> so that we can keep their anonymity <laughs> um but yeah I went random for the first my first uh, freshman year in college because I tried to post in that Facebook group where people were looking for roommates but I posted too late and everyone already found a roommate, so I didn't get one. So I just went random, and she was, I mean, overall, she was okay. Like, she was nice and everything, but we weren't, we did not, we didn't have that bond. Like, we just exchanged, like, pleasantries when we (laughs) saw each other in the room, and I don't know, it was just, like, awkward when her friends were in the room. I wouldn't want to be in the room, so... Yeah, it was kind of weird. I always went to Ming's room during freshman year anyway, so I wasn't really around. (laughs) But we, yeah, so we were random, and I remember my first impression of her was when we were moving in. Um, So my parents helped me move in, but I think it was just, like, one parent, maybe. Like, I didn't have my whole family with me, but she had her whole family over. Um, They were, like, helping her set up everything, and I just remember, like, I and she brought so many things that I was like, wow, she is prepared. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even have half of the first stuff. And I don't know. She just, like, she had the printer and everything. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> did you guys, I don't know what you want me to say. Did you guys um, communicate beforehand? Like, once you found out you were assigned to each other? Yeah. Yeah. We only communicated about, like, basic stuff, though. Like, you bring the printer and I'll bring the fridge. <laughs> yeah. We didn't, like, that was, like, the extent of our communication. And then mm-hmm. I remember she she went out a lot, like, freshman year. And that was back when we weren't really going out. <laughs> and, like, I think she was just being nice, but she would be like, oh, do you want to come out with me? Or, like, we should go out sometime. You know how people say, like, big yeah, things, like, oh, invite. we should do this sometime. It never happened. 
<laughs> I remember one time when we were like really desperate looking for a party to go to. Um, I think I asked her like if she had a place, and she was like, "Oh yeah," or blah blah something. But she never like told me a real place, <laughs> or she just told me that some place was having a party, but I didn't know where that was. <laughs> so it was that kind of relationship. <laughs> Did you try to get close in the beginning? Like, what was the turning point where you realized you were going to be exchanging pleasantries for the rest of the year? Well, I don't know if there was a turning point. It was just always like that from the beginning. I don't know. I just felt it hard to get close to her. Well, did you go Maybe because we weren't... Huh? Sorry. We weren't really in the room at the same time. Or when I was in the room... Okay, I remember this one time. I was in the room. And I was, like, taking a nap or something. But she came in with her friends. And they were, like, giggling... So I didn't want to interrupt her, so I just pretended like I was still sleeping, and I just slept there, and so her friends were done giggling and left, and they were, like, whispering while giggling, so I was, I don't know, I was very paranoid that her and her friends would talk shit about me, so, yeah, maybe that's also why I didn't try that hard to get close with her, and also she moved to Vanderbilt after that first year, so I didn't see her that much. Oh, right, I forgot about that. Yeah. I was going to say that it's, I think it's an important factor for all three of us is that we were in living learning programs, which meant mm-hmm. that we were living or being in on the same floor or in the same dorm with people in our program, whether it be honors or scholars, whatever certain distinctive program it was. So I think the point of those programs, living and learning, is that you bond with the people that you're, you see most in class, but... yeah. Like, so knowing that, did you go in with the intention that you did want to get close to your roommate or? Okay, so that was the thing. She wasn't in my living learning program. Oh. So that's why, Wait, that's another reason why we weren't close. I don't know why she was put into was my room. Was she at least in but... Yeah, she was in scholars, but okay. different program. So I'm, but like different programs don't really interact with each other. So mm-hmm. I never saw her in scholar things, but I was really close with the other, my friends on the same floor. So... That's also why I wasn't in my room that much. <laughs> I would be in my friend's room. And I, yeah, I got close to them a lot. So I guess it just depends on your friend group. Mm-hmm. She also wasn't like the same. She had friends on our floor, but they weren't the same friend group as my friends. So yeah. Oh, there was one story that <laughs> it was like a floor story, I guess. So she was kind of dating or talking <gasps> oh. to one of the <laughs> one of the boys on our floor. His name was, we'll call him Pedro. Pedro. <laughs> so her and Pedro were, de- were like talking. And one time I was going back to my room and then I opened the door and they were laying on our bed together. I think they had clothes on, so they hadn't done anything yet. But <laughs> I just like immediately closed the door and then I ran to my friend's room and then it was pretty late at night, probably like 11 or 10 or 11. So we were just getting ready. Like, I was preparing to sleep over at my friend's um, place. Um, I was friends with both of them. Like, they, they, we were like, okay, let's put the two beds together and we make a giant bed and the three of us can all sleep together. Mm. And so we had the whole thing set up. And then my roommate texted me and she was like, I'm so sorry, Sally. Come back. <laughs> we're done. Like, come back to the room. And I think I think I had a we're test done. the next day, so and some I think I told her, so she knew that I had to study. So she was like, "Come back, you need to study for your math exam." I was like, "But I actually <laughs> wanted to sleep in my friend's room because I you know sleepover that'd be fun." But I ended up going back to my room because I felt bad. <laughs> oh, how did you do on the test? I think I did okay. I mean, I passed math. 
True. <laughs> okay, the one memory. Okay, because when I imagine your freshman year roommate, I guess you really didn't hang out with her at all because I only have that one impression of her, which is not even her. It's her body. <laughs> to- like what? <laughs> okay, so basically. <laughs> I never really saw Sally's roommate, like, I have a vague image of her in my mind, but I would sometimes, like, on the occasion go over to Sally's place, I don't even know why, because we always went to my room, but I was at your place one day, and I was sitting on your rug on the floor, and it's, like, one of those high, like, pile, like, fluffy kind of rugs. It was my roommate's rug. sitting there. (laughs) Well, that kind of explains it, because I was sitting there, and I felt something sharp, like, prickle on my leg. And I was like, okay, that's weird. Maybe it's like, you know, a piece of paper or whatever. And so I looked down and I I, I saw what was poking me with several toenails. <laughs> okay. Oh wait, like, <laughs> I have another toenail clippings. I have another story about toenail clippings. Well, it's a short story. One time I was coming back from the day into my room and then I opened the door and I see my roommate on her rug clipping her nails like over, a, <laughs> over the trash can. She was sitting on the rug, but she was completely naked. Like, the only thing in front of her was that trash can where she was clipping her to- her toenails into. So I just, like, left the room immediately and went to my friend's room. I didn't know what to do. Was her back to you? No, she was facing was she me. Like, facing? She, she, oh, she was facing She was, like, facing the side of the Did room. Did she see you? Yeah, she saw me. The rug was in the middle of the room. That's awkward for both of yeah. you. Honestly, I really didn't so know what awkward. to do with that situation. At least she was using a trash can. Then, yeah, right? at least yeah. the trash can covered most things. <sighs> wow. Yeah. Did was it um, like kind of like mutual at the end that you knew? Well, did she tell you she was transferring to Vanderbilt? She was thinking about transferring for a while, and I mean, she applied. She had to apply halfway through the year, so I knew she was trying to get out of oh. here. But I didn't like when she <laughs> when she got in. She told me too, so I knew she was leaving to Vanderbilt. But she had a lot of close friends in in my scholars program, I think. So I knew some of her friends, but I like there weren't people that I liked. <laughs> okay. How would you rate that roommate experience like one to ten? Um I'd say like four or five. Like we we're fine. We coexisted together. <laughs> it's four. it wasn't a bad roommate experience. Like I've heard horror rumor what roommate horror stories. <laughs> from other yeah. people so i like compared to those i think we're fine and mm-hmm. i feel like after becoming an ra and hearing about all the roommate yeah. conflicts you kind of like appreciate the cohabitation yeah. that you had as long as they're not like trying to kill each <laughs> other then honestly that's fine yeah what about you linda um so i also posted in the facebook group but unlike sally i got <laughs> a roommate i guess I don't know, all those, all the posts kind of blended together. It's like, mm-hmm. I, I value my academics, but I also like to... Um, Everyone's the same. Like, let loose on the weekend <laughs> yeah. or something. Yeah, everyone's the same, because, like, what are you supposed to say? So I guess I found someone who was, who didn't seem that intimidating. And I guess similar to Sally, we also kind of coexisted. <laughs> um, I think later on, she joined the, the rowing team. Or there's, Crew. like, a, another word for it. Uh, yeah crew and then so they would practice at like 5 a.m or mm-hmm. something so she would always be in bed by like 9 30 or that's perfect 10, for you and you went to bed at nine, around that time back then too <laughs> i think it was like conditioning because the lights would be maybe off because of maybe. 
Wait, I think I was also in in Ming's room a lot of freshman year. The dark hole. Um, the dark hole. But also it was awkward because my roommate from freshman year lived in my apartment senior and junior and senior year. So I still saw her around and like I kind of don't know what to say to her. Like, is it a high? Like we're living in the same <laughs> building again. Um, but I would say not bad. Although it was very weird being in that same like little space. Like you can't like turn the lights on and off. You have to be very like mm-hmm. careful about everything. Yeah. Did you have did you have any awkward situations? Mm-hmm. Not that I remember. <laughs> yeah, I got nothing. <laughs> it was just like a blank. Do you know why you guys weren't that close or did you try to get close in the beginning? I think I tried to get close in the beginning but it was kind of weird and then she she arranged her desk so it was like facing the corner and like away from me i guess and then she would always be like in that one corner like you know that that um dark part where the closet is it was like right there and i kind of didn't know how to like reach across that barrier because you know that shelf that comes in like with the Uh desk that's like leaning on top of it she like put that on top of her desk and usually like i don't even see her because she's like under there or like sometimes i don't even see her like (laughs) like why are you trying to hide from me in like this 10 foot (laughs) room but sometimes i don't even see her in bed either (laughs) so yeah that that was kind of weird looking back when it came to the end of the year did you like was it mutual i guess the same question like how did you know you weren't gonna room together for the next year I don't think I remember talking about it. I think she brought it up first that she was going to try living with a friend. And I was like, okay, like, that's a relief that I don't have to, like, <laughs> negotiate this or something. I think that was when Sally and I were, like, looking for a place mm-hmm. together already. Um, but I remember it was awkward when she gave me a Christmas present and then I didn't get anything. Oh, my gosh. Her, I don't the know same what, thing happened to me. What the custom was. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> What, they both gave you Christmas I don't remember presents? if she gave me a Christmas present, but I know for a move out, like, at the last day of the year or whatever, she gave me a present. I forgot what, I think it was, like, chocolate or something. So I felt bad, and so I know she hadn't moved out yet, so I just, like, hurried and went to Target to buy her something. <laughs> and then, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's, like, one of those, uh, like, unspoken social did you, did you guys that do you that? don't know um yeah so hannah and i i think we had a different situation from you guys kind of because we were actually very friendly <laughs> like i would say i would call her a friend definitely mm-hmm. um i don't we she definitely did something for my birthday because it was first i have an october birthday and so from there she kind of set the precedent <laughs> so like i was like okay so this is how it's gonna be <laughs> So I knew, like, to get mm-hmm. presents um, for, like, future holidays mm-hmm. or whatever. But, yeah, it's always something that, like, is in my mind. Like, is that a thing you yeah. do or should I do it? Or I remember, so, like, you guys, I met her, well, I'm like, I guess, like, Linda. I met her um, through a, a Facebook group. Um, I actually replied to her post. And I was kind of nervous because she had a lot of, like, comments of people being like, DMing you, like, <laughs> would be great. So I was like, okay, she probably won't read this or whatever. It ended up we actually, like, she replied to me, and then we decided to live together. Um, and our, the roommate, eh, 
the move-in experience that I remember was kind of similar to Sally's where her entire family was there like her mom her dad her brother and we had planned to move in at different times so it wouldn't be too mm-hmm. crowded and like her room her side of the room was all set up basically and when I went in there her mom like the first thing she did was give me a <laughs> hug and this is in Hagerstown which is no AC apartment it was like late <laughs> August it was so sweaty and I was sweating and she gave me a hug and I was like oh okay <laughs> and then her mom gave me a like a gift bag like full of little presents that I was like <laughs> so what nice. I didn't prepare that and then to this day my mom still feels guilty because she saw that happen and she didn't have a <laughs> present for Hannah <laughs> wow <laughs> so it's like those little mm-hmm. social exchanges but yeah in that present was actually my first journal so I always um, credit Hannah's mom. For I didn't know that. Starting wow. the journaling, yeah. Um, but anyway, yeah, Hannah and I got along really well. I don't know really what it was because, I guess on the surface level, we don't really have that much in common, mm-hmm. besides the program we were in. But yeah, we became really close. Um, the first month or so, she was going out a lot, so I didn't really get to know her. And like you guys, I was more just hanging out with you all and. You would come over, I would visit your dorms and stuff. So we didn't hang out that much. She was much more popular on the floor. Mm-hmm. Like somehow she made friends already <laughs> and I had no friends. So it wasn't until like, it, similar to your roommate, Sally, she would invite me to mm-hmm. go out, but I would always be too scared to say yes or feel intimidated. And I don't really remember when we became friends. Did we go out with her first semester at all? Do you remember? I don't remember. I don't think so. Yeah. I know she invited me, but... I don't, it wasn't until second semester that we actually got, like, super close, mm-hmm. because I don't know what happened with her friends. I, I think, feel yeah. like, low-key there was some drama, but I don't know. I think we didn't go out with her, because we were kind of intimidated by her friends. <laughs> yeah. They're all, like, very cool, like, we're already very comfortable with drinking and some other stuff, so <laughs> I wasn't, like, super into that, I guess, at the time, but then... I don't know what happened over winter break either, but I know that all of us, when we came back spring semester, we were like, okay, we need to go out. Like, it was our mission to go I remember, out. I remember um, we would all, even with Hannah, too, we would walk around frat road just, like, trying to find an open house. Yeah. See, I don't know how that transition happened where, like, she suddenly, like, entered our friend group and would go mm-hmm. out with us. But it happened. And it was, like, very seamless. I think it was with Jesse and, and them when their group started. Oh, yeah. that's true. Oh, Yeah. Yeah, some other people from the floor joined our group that would go out. And it was just a very comfortable feeling. Um, and I guess because you guys kept coming over as well. It, like, there the was whole a conversation. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it kind of just merged. Um, yeah, we would just hang out a lot. Spent a lot of time. We had this um, rug in the middle of the room. We called this the splash oh mat. <laughs> because it was it was splashed on it was a well-used rug <laughs> i don't know how else to say that yeah that sounds gross but yeah. it wasn't toenails um, no there were no toenails most of the time it was just like sally or william sleeping on the rug mostly william because he was a commuter so during the day he would just stay at our place because he and hannah were friendly too so it just became a whole place for us mm-hmm. to bond um yeah definitely though i did have to we had to have a discussion at some point. I don't know if I told you guys, but she was like, um, is there a system we can figure out with your friends? <laughs> oh, yeah, you told us. And Hannah is very mm-hmm. nice. Like, she is 
super nice. She wouldn't hurt a fly. We're both very passive. We're not very good at having those conversations. So it was all very, like, niceties and, like, sweet. But basically, yeah, you guys were coming over, like, every <laughs> night and staying there until, I don't know, sometimes, like, pretty late at night. And I think the having the, her bed lofted helped because she was kind of in, like, a different space yeah. in the room, I guess. But it was still a lot. But, yeah, at the end of the year, uh, I don't know. We didn't really have a conversation either. We just kept coming over, though. I don't think you told us yeah. that back then. Did you? I, de- I okay, yeah. I definitely should have like given you guys a limit or like a time. Or you should have started coming over to but our I was place. Also bad. Yeah. It's all because you wouldn't come over. It was so convenient. Um, yeah, and I, I guess she just got used to you at, yeah. at a certain point. And so, suddenly, my friend group was like her friend group mm-hmm. as well. Like it wasn't like separated. I guess nice so i would give the experience a 10 out of 10 <laughs> wow hannah i just got lucky <laughs> i don't know how it happened but i got pretty lucky mm-hmm. all right yeah sally were you expecting to be friends with your roommate like before you moved in um did you have no like even before you like found them because i feel like i had that conception that i would be yeah, with my college roommate i kind of had like hopes that i would gain a new friend from my roommate but I think it all went down. Like my expectations were kind of kind of went down when I actually messaged one person on the Facebook group that I thought we could be friends, but then she already like later on she told me, "Oh, I already found a different roommate." So then when that didn't work out, then I was like, "Oh, then my random roommate's probably not going to be like a friend friend." Mm. But I still kind of had hopes. Like you always hear these stories about people going to college and like being best buds with their roommates. <laughs> what about you um i mean i did maintain that conception but once you meet someone in person you kind of just know that you're not gonna yeah be close like even if you try like you just kind of feel it so i guess my hopes were Mm -hmm. dashed the first at first sight or something well that sounds like a bad way to put it but like it's like in bd it was like the first impression like you can kind of tell what kind of person they are that's what i was gonna ask Mm -hmm. yeah do you think first impressions really play a role, I guess? Yeah. I think, I feel like I can tell a lot from someone's first impression. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess I have a different feeling than you guys because my first impression of Hannah was not, I mean, it wasn't mm-hmm. bad, but it wasn't like a great, like, oh my God, we're going to be BFFs kind of, it was like a very tentative, mm-hmm. okay, we'll get along kind of feeling. So I don't, I don't know. It's interesting how we both, we all three had that situation where we kind of talked to our roommates beforehand, but then we weren't, like, best friends with any of them or mm-hmm. anything. Oh, well. Well, moving on, <laughs> do you want to talk about sophomore or sophomore year roommates? Which is the same for Ming, because she roomed with Hannah again. Yeah, I guess mine. I can quickly yeah. go over mine, because it wasn't that different. Um, yeah, at the end of freshman year, Hannah and I... We never really had a super long conversation. We were kind of just like, yeah, we liked each other. We don't really want to look for other people. And renew the contract. Also because of the fact that you two, yeah, (laughs) we'll renew the contract together. And you two were already talking about living together. So I was like, well, I'm not living with Sally or Linda. (laughs) What? 
I guess I'll live with Hannah. Okay, I remember and then after that, like, sophomore year, we would talk to each other and be like, we should have been roommates, and Hannah and Linda should have been roommates, because they're sleeping yes. patterns. Okay, we can, we can talk about this later, <laughs> oh, yeah. but maybe we should have mixed it up a little, because, yeah, our personalities mm-hmm. might have been a better match, but, yeah, we ended up just rooming together, and then once you two, like, decide to be roommates, we were like, we want to keep this pod of- Our quad? quad pod <laughs> so we tried to look for like a four-person like suite like at one of those nice suite style um rooms like oakland or whatever but we did not get it we were like at least <laughs> no our numbers were too low but at least we could keep our rooms like close mm-hmm. so we intentionally like chose rooms like on the same yeah. floor even though we weren't even that close we could have chosen ones that were closer but we were just dumb during that whole process <laughs> We were all just stressed. Yeah. I, well, I was stressed because I didn't want to be separated. Mm-hmm. But I also didn't want to, like, we never aired out all of our feelings, I guess, about what we exactly wanted. Yeah. So I was just assuming that you guys wanted to, I don't know, stay close together. But how did you two decide to room together? I think that's interesting. I forgot. Well, I think both our roommates were not going to room with us again. <laughs> so we were like, we need someone to live with. But I actually had another friend that you... was trying to room, room were, that asked me to room with her. But so it was between her and Linda. But then I saw that my other friend mm-hmm. had another person that she could possibly room with, and I thought Linda didn't have another one. So I was like, I should have room with Linda <laughs> because I don't want her to be alone. <laughs> and also what? wanted to be with Megan and Hannah Linda. too. But <laughs> yeah. Linda, do you have anyone? Did you have anyone like as a plan B? Mm-hmm. I think I was gonna ask someone else from our floor i think the process was kind of stressful because like i guess we didn't know what's going on it was like our first time like yeah. choosing a lottery thing but i honestly forgot what happened it's like sally and i materialized in that room <laughs> <laughs> did you guys um take into consideration you know people always say you shouldn't room with like your best friend or whatever did you ever consider that no. no, I mean, obviously not, because we ruined our best friend. Well, I mean, it wasn't, like, a thought at all. I was just, like, people are just exaggerating when people say that. I don't know. I feel like for the most part, like, people usually room with their best friends in college, right? Why would you room with a random stranger if you could choose? Mm-hmm. That's true. Also, we were spending a lot of time together anyway, so it would, I was like, it wouldn't be that yeah. different. And, like, our living habits are also mm-hmm. pretty chill, so I wasn't really, yeah. like, considering It's more convenient to, ro- part. to room together, because then you don't have to keep walking back and forth between dorms late at night. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> so how do you think it turned out overall, like, the experience of living together? good. <laughs> so me and Sally had our, our large bed. Explain that. Our married, <laughs> our married <laughs> bed. <laughs> <laughs> it was like a king size at that point. We pushed our beds together. So we can have a big <laughs> a big space. I mean there was more floor yeah. space after it. That's yeah, that's true. Your room but was I very think, open. Mm-hmm. The one thing I remember from sophomore year was that Sally became a mm-hmm. CA and that required mm-hmm. a lot of like working at mm-hmm. night. And sometimes I wouldn't see Sally during the day, so I, I think we would say, oh, Sally, you'll see my sleeping body at night, and that's always when we get to see each it other. It was, it was sad. I kind of wish I didn't have to work that much as a CA, because 
Also, I signed up for like really bad shifts. Like sometimes I would do three to six graveyard shifts. So I was just dead. Like I would be awake during the night and then during the day I would also be dead. So I would sometimes be napping in the room for like several hours. So we would just see our, each other's sleeping bodies a lot. Which is kind of ironic because the reason why you wanted to room together was so you yeah. could like see each other more often. I don't know. I, I always thought that the, the big bed thing was going to be a bad move. I was very skeptical. <laughs> I was like, this is not going to work out. I know that Linda is a kicker. Like, <laughs> I'm not. <laughs> We've had sleepovers, Linda. I know you are. <laughs> but it kind of was nice, at least for me as a visitor, to just come mm-hmm. over and like have a nice big bed to like watch yeah. TV. Oh yeah, I brought my old TV from, from home over too. So sometimes we would have movie nights or maybe like just once but we would have movie nights on our bed and we could, we could fit a good number of people like all smushed together yeah. onto my bed so it's pretty good that was definitely an advantage i remember one time um jesse was trying to ask if he could bring one of his friends over and we already had a lot of people so i was like um there isn't space on my bed anymore because we were that close to her <laughs> and like I, yeah i don't know we were just like uncomfortable having so many people like having random people into our room so <laughs> your room was the place was the place though that year because it had that all that floor mm-hmm. space and the big bed to lounge yeah. on like and your lights i remember i think oh, yeah. they would come over to your place more than mine mm-hmm. at that point i think that was the only room that actually put mm-hmm. effort into decorating <laughs> oh yeah your little um what were those lights? They were so cute. With the the Christmas like the garden light lights. Bulbs. Yeah. Um, I wonder, like, because we were friends beforehand and everything like that. Did you ever feel that you did have to take on a more of a roommate, not perspective or personality, but like a roommate stance on something? Like being like, okay, if we were friends that lived apart, this would have been okay. But as your roommate, I'm putting my foot down. Did you ever have to have any of those conversations? Linda can talk about that. Oh, is this the prompt? I was trying to if you want to be prompted. That's the only situation I remember. So there was... Yeah. I think Sally remembers a confrontation, but I literally do not remember. Okay, I feel like I'm saying I do not remember for a lot. Well, <laughs> Linda's just yeah. confrontational, but... or she's just direct when she wants to confront a problem. As we know so. from our personality test. I don't know. Back then, I, was, I wasn't used to it, I guess, but I'm used to it now. Like, it's fine. Mm. It's fine. It's fine. I'm it's fine. fine. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so okay, we had a mutual friend. Um, yeah. What did we say we were going to call this mutual friend? Nacho? There's no name. Nacho? Okay. So he was called Nacho. And him and Sally were talking, I guess, or something. And then apparently he would always end up in our shared bed, in <laughs> me and Sally's married bed, and okay, this he was like, against... I missed the bus. <laughs> this was against my will. <laughs> wait, wait. Okay. You I would, would be like, no, like, no, you, you can't, can't do that. Okay. It was like... So the situation... <laughs> I would always say no at first, but then, and then he would like convince me that it would be okay. I don't know. I always, I guess I'm like a pushover. I'm like too easy so i always end up agreeing to let <laughs> letting nacho be part of our marital bed for a bit <laughs> i think sally would try to like be a buffer <laughs> it would be like me 
and then Sally in the middle, and then Nacho in the corner. But then Sally would go to her CA ship and leave me and Nacho in our marital bed. <laughs> Sally, any thoughts? Okay, but Nacho also had a reason why he was in our bed because he was kicked out of his own room by his roommate and his roommate's um, friend that were. But yeah, I feel bad for ha- putting you through that. I'm sorry, Linda. <laughs> Anyways, we have resolved this. But I remember I would wake up next to him and <laughs> I would like do my morning like routine <laughs> because he's just like a lump on the log at this point. <laughs> and then I'll be getting dressed and then he'll be like nice outfit <laughs> from like the corner. <laughs> Where, like, Sally shoved him into. <laughs> and, like, Sally would just be, like, in the crack between Oh, my our God, two I beds. hated sleeping in the crack. <laughs> the two beds were not level because I had a mattress topper. And Linda didn't have a mattress topper. She only had her, like, sheets from home. So it wasn't even level. And I was, like, slipping into the crack. And sometimes um, the beds would, like, start separating if you move around too much. So then I would be, like, slipping farther into the crack during the night. <laughs> So it wasn't comfortable. Wait, okay. I'm going to ask the question that all of our listeners are thinking right now, okay? At that point, when... Because Nacho didn't come over just once. It was like... It was two times. times at two. least. Right? Okay, two times. It was not Okay, maybe that answers the question then. Why didn't you separate the beds at that point? Or like, Linda, why didn't you ask, can we separate the beds? It's too much I feel like that's a logical... Rearrange. Because you never know when Nacho is going to come over. But normally, normally it's fine. You think it's going to be the last time, so you wouldn't need to separate. But yet again. Okay. Yeah. But yeah, after... Did you ever talk to him about the bed? Mm, About having a marital bed? I don't know about, like, stop going Um, to sleep. Yeah, every time. But then he would convince... Mm. Somehow convinced me that he should sleep over. I don't know, but after that conflict, it was that was the end. Like after, I mean, after yeah. Linda confronted me, that was the end. Yeah, Linda's kind of scary yeah. when she gets confrontation. Wait, what did lie. I say? I literally don't remember. I don't remember. You were just like, um, I have to talk to. Okay, whenever you say, like when you're whenever you're serious and you're like, I have to talk to you about something, or you just get serious. I get nervous. I guess. Because I don't know what's going to come. But, yeah, I don't remember what you said. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what you said, but it just ended after that. How did Nacho feel waking up next to me? That was the first man <laughs> to share my bed. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> like, was he just like... I'll, I don't I know. Don't I guess we have to ask thinking. Nacho. Whatever. Not sure. Are you okay, listening? That means it's time for our guest to come on. <laughs> Just kidding. We don't have him here. Um, I mean, it, it must have been okay with him at least because he kept doing mm-hmm. it. So it wasn't like a big turn off. I mean, the benefit always the cost. True. Yeah. Let's talk about. So that was the only conflict. Yeah. Guys, Let's right? talk about other things that were in our room, <laughs> like our fish. Oh, oh. I forgot about them. <laughs> Named after someone in our building. An inspirational leader in our in our community. What were their names? 
Simon and he. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, they thrived in a room, but then when I took them home, they didn't make it. (sighs) Oh, I remember we got these fish because we wanted to have like a competition with our other friends to see who could keep fish alive for the longest. I don't know how the other people's fish fared, but yeah your fish lasted longer than they I lasted the whole time like, they honest. were there yeah mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i had low expectations <laughs> for those fish we would like we would starve them for weeks and they would be fine <laughs> and, <laughs> oh, oh my gosh no even when we tried to feed them sometimes they wouldn't eat they were like little um like pebbles pellets, pellets? that we would feed them i don't think they were that interested in the food though mm-hmm they were on the diet they were good fish i think sophomore year was kind of uh, a change too because you guys were so close Mm -hmm. by but also i don't know something changed a little bit in our friendship where i talked to hannah about this like during that year i think and she felt uncomfortable coming over to your room i guess because she felt she was intruding which i mean you guys the year Mm -hmm. before always came over to my room so it shouldn't have been an issue but i guess in her mind, yeah. it, it was kind of like Well, she a, never went over to our rooms. A thing. Even freshman year. Yeah. So I guess it's different. That's true. That's true. But I remember that year, I always had to, like... I tried to balance my time of, like, who I spent mm-hmm. time with the most. Like, in the rooms, I guess. A lot of the times, though, I would end up, like, bringing my entire book bag. Like, or come straight from oh, class yeah, to just room. to your room. And I would end up, like, hanging out there. And then Hannah would, like, text me and be like, Hey, I'm in the room doing homework if you want to come oh. over. I, I feel like so bad uh, but yeah I don't know what happened at that point and I guess that's kind of and then I guess towards the end of the year we realized we Lynn and I wanted to apply to be RAs so I also feel bad about this because I didn't talk to Hannah about it beforehand but it was more of like an offhand thing where I was like oh yeah like I have my RA interview mm-hmm. and I remember she was kind of not shocked but was like oh okay mm-hmm. so if you get it and I think it just in my mind, it was more of like, I don't think I'll get it, so I don't think it's going to be an issue. Mm-hmm. But I guess mm-hmm. from her perspective, it was kind of like... You gotta start finding a new roommate. Stuff. Yeah, like, I've lived with this girl for two years, and now I have to find a new roommate, so... Yeah. Um, Linda, did you tell Sally you were applying to be an RA, or... Sally, did you ever consider applying to be an RA? Well, you guys would talk about it in front of me, so I knew you were applying to be an RA. <laughs> <laughs> I don't. I think I didn't apply to be an RA because I worked as a CA during that time, and I saw what RAs really have to do, and I didn't think mm. that was like I didn't want to do that stuff. So, yeah, maybe because I was working in Easton too, the incidents were more like serious. Like if I were a comments RA, mm-hmm. it would probably be really easy. Like I'd be fine, but I also didn't think I would get in even if I applied because people always talk about how competitive competitive it is and like. There's so many rounds of interviews. I didn't think that was what they would want as an, for an RA. Hmm. Mm-hmm. Was that when you decided to commute, or were you thinking about commuting before? Um, I think I was actually trying to room with my other friends, like from my living and learning program. But it fell through. I forgot why. I think like it was just hard to find a place because we wanted to live in an apartment together. But we also didn't want to pay the expensive price 
like the expensive rent for apartments in our area so it was just hard to find a place that matched our budget while like having enough space for all of us like having having like enough bathrooms and stuff like enough rooms so yeah housing in college park is Mm -hmm. way too expensive which is also why i decided to commute Mm -hmm. yeah i guess that for lynn and us we were kind of lucky because we didn't have to deal with that whole market of like finding a apartment i guess um because we did do the RA, and I think that's, like, a tiny, tiny part of why I wanted to be mm-hmm. an RA, too, because it was, like, confirmed housing if you got it, basically. Um, so, yeah, I guess going into junior year, Linda moved into the South Campus apartment-style buildings mm-hmm. where she was going to be an RA, and I stayed on North Campus with, like, the freshmen and the sophomores being an RA, and then Sally was commuting, and I remember that year, I think particularly, we hadn't done the podcast or anything. It was, like, the first time hard. we were so separate yeah. from each other and like we could really feel it not just like location wise like of course we were across campus and sally was like mm-hmm. off campus but it was also just we were got busy with other things too yeah it was right? hard to see each other um that year like as a whole i think we didn't really mm-hmm. we would go like several mm-hmm. weeks without seeing each other or at least for me i would go for several weeks without seeing guys mm-hmm. uh, i think mm-hmm. yeah it was hard to yeah. plan. Also, William was off campus too. Yeah. yeah, we wanted like the four of us to be together, but it was hard for mm-hmm. that to align. And we would, mm-hmm. we also, oh. also we used to what? see each other every week for TASA. Um, like I think sophomore year we would go to TASA pretty often, but junior year I think mm-hmm. Ming had Technica, and then, well, mm-hmm. I mean I will, Linda. I forgot why you didn't <laughs> go. I think you just didn't want to go to TASA or you had a class or something, and then I would be teeing. I think. So I didn't, I wasn't yeah, there. That was your late yeah. lab. Mm-hmm. Also, another factor that came into it was we all got significant yes. others. Or we all, at that time, we all had significant others. So we were spending time with them and they also didn't live in the same building or nothing convenient like that. <laughs> so it was like so hard to schedule it. And I remember feeling, because this was also my first year since I came to college that I didn't have a roommate at all. It's just that like single RA room. I felt really lonely, especially fall semester. I think, like I just felt like I was all, I had become so accustomed to having someone like a presence mm-hmm. almost in my room or someone to say hi to when I come ho- when I came home from classes that I really felt really lonely. I guess, but I was also busy like being an RA, and so when you become an RA, your housing is like your workplace as well. So mm-hmm. I don't know. It was. I don't think it was like super bad that semester, but it was definitely a difficult change. It was yeah. like a complete change for me. I remember like the times when we did finally get together, we would always be in Ming's room and we would we'd give like every, everyone would go around and give their updates for like the whole month. <laughs> updates. <laughs> the precedent or the predecessor to the podcast. But I relate to Ming's RA struggle because I had an apartment with a roommate but we had our own room and our own bathroom so it was still like very separate i remember like for ra training when i first moved in and i felt like really lonely because ras are super like outgoing Mm -hmm. and i was like i can't keep up with this energy so i think i think like two days in i was like ming like i'm coming over and i hiked myself (laughs) over to denton and i sat in your small room i was like okay this is nice um yeah i mean it got better but being an ra is 
still kind of hard and living alone i felt like i was alone even though i had like one other person mm-hmm. though did you talk to your roommate mm-hmm. my first one so i had a random who was already there and i think having a significant other during that time kind of like stifled any chances of mm-hmm. us getting close because it's kind of awkward with with them in the mm-hmm. space all the time um but things were pretty chill with my roommate she seemed like a an adult because she had like a job on the hill and then she was like working for like a graduate degree and stuff and i felt so like little (laughs) in comparison yeah i agree with the significant other thing so the second semester of junior year i sub i subleased from someone and i lived in the varsity which is like a pretty nice apartment like i had my own room and my own bathroom um, but the people there, like, they were all friends. They are all seniors, too, and I was a junior. So they all knew each other, and they would, like, go out together or throw parties together. And I would, I would just feel so awkward because I wasn't friends with them. And, yeah, I would just stick with my significant other during that time. Um, yeah. And it was, like, hard to have a conversation with them be- beyond just, like, pleasantries. Mm-hmm. I think it's hard when you like come into an already existing mm-hmm. friendship. Yeah, that maybe that's how Hannah felt at uh, previous years as well. But like, yeah, it's always like that barrier of everyone knows each other so well. Like, and then you come in as a new person. It's yeah. very hard. I think that's how it is. Like, at least from my experience, being an RA too. In addition to like being feeling lonely and being at your workplace, it's like you're surrounded by so many people, but at the same time, you don't really know them that mm-hmm. well, and they're basically your um co-workers for a bit of time until you get to know them better so it is like that breaking in to the friend group that's really hard mm-hmm. but um, sally do you want to explain like a little more why you why you decided to switch from commuting to living in an apartment or if it was just your decision or i think your parents yeah. maybe? well it was really hard for me commuting that first semester maybe because i was used to living on campus and like i was used to like the social interaction like studying with people and on campus but yeah, that first semester, I was also TAing, and I was also on board for TASA, so I would have to stay late mm-hmm. on campus a lot for, like, job, for my work and stuff, and I just didn't like having to drive back at home, back home so late at night, and then thinking about, like, when to eat it was also a problem, because I would pack food for lunch, but then if I stay past dinner, I wouldn't have anything to eat until I get back home, which would be, like, 10 or 11. So just like, um, yeah, just like little things like that kind of added up to like, I really wanted to get back on campus. So it'd be just more convenient to go to class and like also participate in things on campus. Uh, yeah, but when I moved on, when I moved into the varsity that semester, I didn't even TA, which I probably should have TA'd because I had a lot more time living in the varsity. Mm. But it was very, like, it was very chill, and it was a really good location because I could just roll out of bed, and it would take me 10 minutes to walk to class. So that was, yeah, that was really nice. Mm -hmm. But it was really expensive. I wouldn't live there for the full price. I think um, you're, it was exciting to have you back on campus, even if you were, like, in the apartments. It was, because we did get to see each other more often, and also, I feel like I was kind of, like, living 
vicariously through you. Like, you lived in your own mm-hmm. apartment. You had your own room and your own bathroom. You didn't have residents <laughs> to take care of. And it was, like, that college experience that I wanted mm-hmm. for myself as a upperclassman, I guess. But, so, I enjoyed your apartment. <laughs> the your few apartment times really that nice. I visited. Yeah. Wait, nice. me and Ming helped you move in. I remember I we watched the first time, but we were kind of useless. Did we watch Bird Box <laughs> yeah. that first night? <laughs> yeah, was very significant yeah. memory. We spent the night. Yeah. Oh, I forgot about that. It was nice having yeah. you guys help me move. It was in. just the nice. Mm-hmm. It was like the first taste. Because um, Linda had an apartment, mm-hmm. but she also still had the roommate yeah. and the responsibility of an RA. So, but going, quote unquote, off campus to yeah. start <laughs> Yeah. yeah, it felt different for some mm-hmm. reason. Also, when I moved in, um, it was in the middle of winter break, so none of my roommates were there, and I kind of had that apartment to myself right. most of the time. So it was nice having like other my friends over because I would just be by myself most of the day. Mm-hmm. Uh, I guess we can quickly go through our final year, our final um, senior year at college, because it was pretty much the same. Well, it was the same for me. Like, I didn't change buildings. I didn't get a roommate. I was still in an mm-hmm. RA at Denton. So at that point, I was kind of accustomed to being an RA, and it wasn't that big of a transition for me. Um, but, Linda, you got a, room- a new roommate, one of our lovely friends. <laughs> one of our previous guests. So yeah. Kayla, I pulled Kayla in, and I was kind of surprised that she wanted to live with me because I think you had to pay, like, a higher thing to live in mm-hmm. RA and like people don't want to like live with mm-hmm. RAs or something but it's a two-person one and rest of commons were four so it was pretty nice and I feel like that's when I felt like more at home in my apartment because Kayla would like lounge around in the living room <laughs> as opposed to my old roommate who would just like go into her room and then Kayla would cook a lot which made it feel more mm-hmm. homey like I don't know if Sally you relate with the first time I'm moved into my apartment like I could not find the motivation to cook anything like I just did not want to like do it for myself like yes it just felt so lonely doing it for like one person and like eating by yourself and like washing up like I'm used to doing all of it in like cooking with my family or like cooking Mm -hmm. with you guys or just going to the dining hall with other people so that was kind of hard and like Kayla would cook a lot and we would have like the kitchen space so that was nice and we would make like hello fresh <laughs> together i think that one time and okay i still remember how stressed i was when i threw ming that party in my <laughs> apartment for your that birthday senior year? oh for my 20 yeah. first yeah that was senior was that year it? i've never had so many people over and know, a lot of random people it ended up coming was... too a lot of mm-hmm. random people ended up coming too mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah but it was a nice memory <laughs> Like, I saw all the shoes, like, the huge pile of shoes in the front of my door. This is an Asian household. I felt really, I felt, like, kind of bad about that, but your apartment was almost, like, a default option senior year. Because, We're going out. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Sally went back to community, and I was still an RA, and I wasn't about to expose myself like that. So, it was like, you were the one with the apartment, and it's close to Route 1 with all the places, I guess. So, yeah, that was really nice. I... I'm very appreciative of you for hosting that because that is very stressful with so yeah. many people. And you're still an RA, like, at the end of the day, so thank you. Mm-hmm. It was, like, a warm memory, though, like, having yeah. a lot of people in. Like, I remember having people over at a place, like, you guys coming over for a hot pot. Like, once you, you're you there, you wake up the next morning and you still have that memory when you're looking around you in the same mm-hmm. space. So mm-hmm. 
it just makes it feel warmer by having a lot of like a lot of traffic <laughs> through your place or something yeah it's almost like sometimes it's a, like a nice feeling to be mm-hmm. the host to be the provider and also you don't have to go anywhere you can like yeah, stay at your true. place yeah i think william would come over a lot too i think he texted me he was like i just got back from camping i'm gonna take a shower <laughs> or he's like i'm gonna come poop in your bathroom because i think i had like that powerful fan that was appealing oh that was so nice <laughs> very soothing i would also use your bathroom because <laughs> it's so calming to like use your own bathroom throwback to last week's episode but <laughs> instead of using like the dorm mm-hmm. bathrooms yeah oh yeah update about the toilet so i'm now a person who throws her paper towel away in the trash <laughs> because what why, why? because my toilet here is like the plumbing is really weak or something and my roommate told me about it she was like yeah i've i realized that the plumbing is really bad so i've been throwing my away my paper in the trash can and then she she warned me about it but i didn't listen to her because i thought like it's been fine this whole time like i would just comp- i'll just continue throwing mm-hmm. it away and, then f- and flushing it and the toilet got clogged <laughs> so uh, yeah uh, and then my roommate called me out on it and i was like oh i'm so sorry so now i have to throw it away in the trash can it's wow. so embarrassing <laughs> that's that's kind of funny how that happened like literally like when we were dragging mm-hmm. Linda for <laughs> the turntables <laughs> yeah um do we have any more thoughts about senior year overall i guess being roommate less sally went back to commuting my family was my roommate was it just because of the price of the varsity oh yeah i wouldn't live there at full price it's like the mm-hmm. base price that they give you isn't even like it doesn't include utilities and stuff and i had a very bad experience with the management because they charged me so much money mm. for like damages and like cleaning fees when i moved out so i was not happy with them yeah i feel like college area apartments know that they can like up the prices yeah. and like just scam all the because people are still paying for these prices so they have no reason to bring down mm-hmm. prices yeah. also it's like i was thinking about this the other day it's like a what do you call that like an easy market like they literally don't even have to advertise mm-hmm. really because they know that Where else each are you year, gonna go like yeah exactly a new crop of students honestly if i wanted to make a, money monopoly? i would become a <laughs> uh, uh, campus like apartment renter you should rent um you always you should sell parking spaces near campus that would make a lot of money too <laughs> true wait oh, i yeah. see some people doing that like on the facebook groups but yeah so now you guys are all living um, with your families. <laughs> Yay. And I was too for We're a while. All... Yeah. Mm. It's like full circle. Like literally. How does it feel being started to high school? <laughs> yeah, I agree. I feel um, like I'm going back. Like when I was living with my family, I felt like I was back in high school. Regressing. Yeah, <laughs> regressing, literally. That's how I felt for a while, especially because it was so abrupt. Like, I knew that I would probably live at home, definitely for the summer after um, college, and then maybe, like, as I was getting my first job or whatever, but to have it, like, so abruptly switch, like, my mind wasn't mentally, like, ready for that, so the first few months, I was very angsty about it, about living at home, and I was, like, trying to think of ways to get out or, I don't know, like, separate myself. That's why I painted my room, because I wanted, like, a, a distinction from, like, Mm-hmm. pre-college Past i like your old color yeah. better though pre-ming post-ming i know but Did you painted a different yeah. color 
okay that was too much work it's, it's fine <laughs> i'm leaving it the way it is um but now i'm kind of okay with being at home honestly my mom is not as intrusive <laughs> as she used to be like in high school or when i would come home for mm-hmm. break like now she knows that i have my separate space um especially with all my interviews i've been doing like it's easy for me to close my door and just have that space but it is still having roommates honestly and it's I don't know about you Linda but it's kind of harder because it's not like you can argue with these roommates Mm -hmm. yeah I mean kind of similar to me I feel like the factor that made everything easier was that we're all in quarantine so Mm -hmm. there's nowhere to go you're not out doing stuff so there's no reason for your parents to like get mad Mm -hmm. at you for going out or I think that's the like limiting factor of living at home is like it's like where are you going like when are you coming back if we go out too often they'll be like like, why are you going out so much you just saw them yesterday they're like the house is not a hotel (laughs) (laughs) but now it feels kind of nice because when i think about moving out just the thought is scary because i'll just be in my room wherever i'm living on teams all day like listening to work and it's not like you have a apartment by yourself and you have a full life where you go out and you like have mm-hmm. people over and you get to work in coffee shops or something like that it just feels kind of like relentless and you have to just do everything mm-hmm. by yourself or with your roommates if you get along I don't know, it's kind of scary in this world mm-hmm. wow yeah i feel like it doesn't make sense to move out right now when you're literally just going to be shifting from one bedroom to another <laughs> like Mm -hmm. you're still gonna be working Mm -hmm. from home especially when you like work in dc like i guess we were privileged to be able to live in a house rent free so might as well soak that in (laughs) while you can and i know Mm -hmm. sally you said you get along with your roommate um then you go home for the weekends so like do you miss being at home now yeah um back when i wasn't at home especially like after um the semester ended and we're just like chilling together and my parents were still like working from home we had this really good routine set up for our like our nightly routine so we would um eat dinner after dinner we would do bible study and then after bible study my mom and i would exercise um like on the treadmill and elliptical and then we would switch and then and during that time we would watch our chinese drama and then after that i would do the abs exercise um, Chloe Ting's abs exercises, and after that we would have fruit, and then after that we would call my grandma. Like it was very routine. Like it's very routine. I would frenzy. do this every day. It's so wholesome. But, like now that I'm here, I don't like I don't have this routine anymore. So it feels kind of like my days, my nights kind of feel empty, mm. I guess. But then again, back when I was doing that routine, my whole night would go by really fast, and I wouldn't have that much time. <laughs> yeah, I <Yeah>. bet. <laughs> Like, by the time I'm done calling my grandma, it would be, like, 11, and then I would go to bed soon after that, so. Mm. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Wait, Sally, I sent you that TikTok about, like, waking yeah. up in an Asian household. I feel <laughs> like it's so, so relatable. like, accurate, because, like, you wake up, you hear, like, the pots and pan, yeah. pans, like, banging in the kitchen, and then your mom is watching, like, WeChat and dudes, <laughs> and it's so freaking loud. Yeah. <laughs> and then you just go downstairs, you're like... Okay, gotta go to work. When I'm at home, I literally can't wake up past nine because my parents will be talking or like something will be going off in the background, just making noise. So, and my mom would always yank me up if I don't wake up early. So, it's different here. Mm-hmm. 
also at home i just like go downstairs to annoy my brother yeah. a lot i just stand like oh in the doorway gosh. and wait for him to notice me he's like what are you doing but like i feel so rejuvenated after going mm-hmm. downstairs i'm like okay time to go upstairs and go back to work and then after my meeting is like okay time to go downstairs yeah. and stand in my brother's <laughs> room for no reason i miss i miss messing with my sister too we would um like we would have sleepovers a lot during quarantine like i would my sister took over my grandma's room, so we would sleep there sometimes, and sleep in her room sometimes, and she would come to my room sometimes. So we had three re- three beds to rotate between. Oh. Yeah. Rotating. <laughs> and we would try to scare each other. Just, I don't know, just like stupid stuff like that. I miss messing with her. I hope she doesn't listen to mm-hmm. this. <laughs> it feels nice, because in college, you don't get to see your sibling yeah. a lot. Mm-hmm. So, I know right now we're probably going to be in our current situations for at least a few more months. I don't know, Linda, sometimes you talk about itching to leave, but it sounds like we probably would stay at home for a while. Um, Do you think in the future you'll have roommates, random roommates, potentially we could live all together maybe? Like it's all up in the air now, I guess. Wait, was that a question? (laughs) I don't know. That was just a... A statement, I guess, that I'm putting out there that Linda, who yeah. do you want to room with? I mean, what's Sally? Happen? Sally, you're living in Frederick for the next two I, years, so Frederick. maybe after that. But I think when you announced that you were going to the the country, <laughs> me and I started thinking, oh, country. it would be nice to live with wow. me in in DC. Immediately after I announced our nonprofits. <laughs> I mean, we're both working in DC, both working at nonprofits. You know, mm-hmm. I'll live with Christine. I low-key feel that, like, Linda and I would get into fights. About what? I'm putting that out there, Linda. About what? It's, like, little things, I feel like. I agree, though. I Back know. when I was living with Linda, like, I didn't fight her about it. Right. I was just, like, angry, like, by myself. <laughs> I would just be angry like, whenever she used my stuff and misplaced it after. Because, <laughs> I don't know, I'm just very particular about my things, and I like them to be in their position. Mm-hmm. And she would take my scissors, and then she would use them, and then she would put it on her desk, or, like, she would put it in some random position. And I tried to take my, <laughs> when I tried to find my scissors, I can't find it. And then I would just find it somewhere else in the room, and I would just, I don't know, just trigger, just trigger. You know me. where I, I got this? I had, this thought started happening when we did the Enneagram test, like, on our own. Maybe we'll make an episode about it later, but Linda and I are, like, opposites <laughs> for the Enneagram, and that has a lot to do with, like, how you live your life, I guess, like, order and stuff like that, and I don't know. Yeah, I feel like there'd be, like, little things, but it'd also be nice to live with someone I know. I don't want to live with strangers, Definitely, so yeah. I will take you as you come, Linda. <laughs> oh my god, I, mean, I don't know why you see to say I'm like confrontational because I don't feel any sort of like emotion at all like I don't feel angry that, like I don't feel I annoyed <laughs> like so I don't understand I mean Sally it sounds like you've been like simmering quietly <laughs> this was all in the past like this stuff doesn't matter to me anymore <laughs> but yeah I feel like it's all, all like it was like, just in the moment I don't know why thing. it triggered me so much like now if you did that to me now I'd be like okay whatever <laughs> I mean, it kind of feels like a sibling thing. Like, I know I shouldn't be touching mm-hmm. this stuff, but it's just there. <laughs> yeah, so if my sister like, does that resist. to me, I get really mad too. <laughs> yes. Yes. Future roommates? Oh, I think maybe that's what you were going to ask. 
Like, yeah. what kind of roommate would you want to have in the future? That's what I was trying to, you know, get to, but... Yeah. Like, if knows? it wasn't someone in the prospect, what, like, a dream roommate? Or just, like, a type... A dog. Oh, yeah. A dog? Actually, honestly, a dog yeah. gives you companionship, protection, you know? So. Yeah. I've thought about adopting a cat here, but huh? I have to ask my roommate about that. But my apartment allows oh. pets. Wait, yeah. really? Yeah. Every time I come home, yeah, there's this huge, um, there's this huge dog on the first floor that starts barking at me. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I really want a pet because a lot of people in my lab own pets, and they're always talking about their pets, and like what they do, <laughs> and I'm just jealous. Not a fish. Like, you need fish a are too boring. <laughs> they don't do anything. You need a mammal. Yeah. Okay. no reptiles yeah, cats are a good place to start I yeah feel like. i don't have to like i they'll be fine in my room like i don't have to mm. let them out too much so mm-hmm. wait you know clara marshall mm-hmm. on youtube how mm-hmm. she lives in that like super pretty flat with like her cat i feel like that sounds so peaceful and having a cat sounds really yeah. nice i feel like i would not know how to keep up with a dog also, I don't know. I would like, just feel bad feel having like a dog. It takes energy. I would feel bad like mm-hmm. keeping the dog in energy. there the whole day and not playing with it. In the yeah. room. Yeah. <sighs> Sally, you can, I mean, not Sally, me, you can bring <laughs> Alex to our shared apartment. <laughs> no, no. Alex is too, his energy is too frantic for me. I I don't like walking him. I he's, he's a lot, but... You know, maybe in the future we could get a little foster dog or something, mm-hmm. or foster cat. You know, take care of them, and then... So not permanently? Them away, I what? I feel like I would be too attached know. to I a get... foster animal. I would just keep it for myself. That's true. That's true. Like, a foster fail, but... I don't know. I think cats are easier to start out with if you haven't had yeah. pets, like, growing up. But I really want a dog, so... Linda, when we move, we need to move into an animal-friendly apartment. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Thank you guys for listening to this episode. It was a little bit long, but we went through all of our roommate experiences from freshman year of college all the way to now. So hopefully you guys can relate to one of our roommate experiences and don't feel that you're alone if you don't feel comfortable with your roommate. Like not everyone is best friends with their roommates. This is all just stuff you see in TV and (laughs) stuff. It's not true. (laughs) So check out our website and movingalongpod.com where you can find all of our episodes and show notes with links. If you like this episode, you can follow us on Instagram or we also have a Twitter. Um, And if you want to leave a review on Apple Podcasts, we may try to give you a shout out in our next episode. So why not give it a try? (laughs) Until next time. Bye. Bye.